Welcome to the Peak Game Podcast, episode 106. 106. Brought to you by yours truly, Hugh Flint. Today, I'm going to be talking about true stories versus false accusations. And if you think my opinions are triggering, just wait until I give you the facts. You friends with the cops. What up, it's Hugh Flint, Playboy the Hustler, and welcome to Hugh Flint's Philosophy, where I'm giving y'all the game on the modern dating landscape. Now, today's episode expands a little bit further than just dating. All right, I want to discuss true stories versus false allegations. Some of these movements are being weaponized. Now, full disclaimer, as always, anybody that's living foul, anybody that's doing anything forceful, or anything that's non-consensual deserve all of the severe consequences that come with foul behaviors and disturbing decision-making. Now, with that said, lying, devious, corrupt, deceitful beings should also receive severe consequences that come with lying, retracting false statements, perjuries, etc., etc. All right? False allegations need to have the same amount of jail time, the same amount of punishment, It needs to have the same amount, the same sentencing guidelines that the alleged crime has, that the crime that they're being accused of has. Because, you know, the type of allegations that we're talking about, these are not slaps on the wrist. These are lifelong shackles. This stuff can't be false. We're not talking about, oh, I think somebody picked up my phone at the damn cash register at Walmart. And now I want to, you know, cause a scene. No, 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 no. We're talking about allegations of somebody taking a piece of you, not like an object off of a counter. Like, So we need to be sure. We need to be keeping in a trillion. Now, there's two forms of false allegations. There's uh, false memories, which I, I, I guess that means you think something happens a certain way. So they're memories that are untrue. And then the other one is intentional false reporting. All right, now that's the real devious work right there. That's the intentional false reporting. That's the real devious work. So peep gang, ever since this movement has picked up steam, there's been many different words that have been thrown around and used to categorize behaviors that may or may not be real. They like to throw around a lot of these words, you know, the wordplay, accusations, the allegations, 
misconduct, you know, throughout words like inappropriate, assault, encounter, etc., etc. You know, they get they got these these triggering words and they mix them up like the dude on the street with the damn ball in the cup. They mix them up, they mix them up, they mix them up. If a man and a woman got a situation that gets labeled misconduct, assault, or any other word to start with the letter A, you know how they throw them words around. It almost always implies that the encounter was sexual in nature and the man is the aggressor. It conditions us to think that automatically. I remember when they did, um, they tried to say that about old boy from the shop. I forget his name, but they said that he was fired for misconduct. And some of the articles was saying stuff like inappropriate behavior towards the co-star. Now, after all of this, the public opinion was that there was either saying or doing foul shit to the co-star. That's what people thought. Because they said inappropriate behavior towards the co-star, it made it seem like, oh, he did something to her. But come to find out, there was nothing sexual about any interactions at all. There was nothing sexual. But they kept using those words. And then they, they, they take it further. They take the narrative further. Nobody came out and confirmed, oh, this is not a sexual situation. No, nobody. The, the media just runs wild with it. They wait patiently until, um, that's his name, until Jason Mitchell went on the public platform and he told the truth. He spoke what was true. And there was nothing sexual whatsoever. He basically got into an argument. And I don't even think it was with the co-star. He like got into an argument with somebody else, some other woman, and was labeled abusive. And then after that, another woman uh, who supposedly runs the show or whatever, she gets on air and pretty much confirms Jason's story as true. But she also added, everybody has their own version of the truth, but we have to believe the woman. So that's the narrative now. You know, I don't know if that's the narrative is old, new, whatever, but it's damn sure some bullshit. Believe the women? Not believe the facts. She got on mainstream media and said this shit like it was gospel. Said this shit like it was facts. That was crazy that she got up there and did. And not only did she say that quote, we have to believe women, which is ridiculous because we have to believe truth. We don't have to believe in, we have to believe what's true, ma. 
And that's what's so crazy. But another thing she kept pushing in the interview, and if I can leave it, I will. But this, I, I don't know if she's a producer, showrunner, but she kept talking about sexual harassment, um, training they did. I just kept thinking to myself, why do you keep talking about this? This is not even what happened. They got into an argument and he was labeled abusive. Maybe he has a temper tantrum. Maybe he was talking crazy to him. Whatever the case may be, it's not sexual. So why do you keep on a public platform when they're asking you about this situation between this man and this woman that was not sexual at all? Why do you keep talking in circles with this um, whole narrative about the sexual harassment training and saying a lot of these movement slogans, painting a lot of this bullshit on mainstream media, public platforms, and nobody say nothing? Without proof and without facts, yeah, I mean, no, you can believe whatever you want to believe. But when, but when we're talking about firing people, changing people's lives, giving people sentences, making people sit in jail and rot for crimes they didn't commit sometimes, for shit they didn't do at times, for false allegations, that shit is wrong. It's really crazy to me how people can think the way they feel about a situation is gospel. How do you think that your feelings should be respected more than the facts? Especially when it comes to life change. This is life changing shit. There was that false accusation uh, from 2014 with the girl who said she was raped by the fraternity brothers at Virginia U. Thank goodness that they investigated that situation. All right. And they found hella discrepancies. Everything started retracting. But after their names cleared, they went hard. They went hard too. They ended up suing Rolling Stone, you know, to try to put some respect on their legacy. So you come out and say all the brothers at the or the brother at the fraternity at that the party you went to did this to you, and it puts a stain on the person. It puts a stain on the whole fraternity. It puts a stain on the school, and it's a hell of a stain to have. So yeah, when it when the retractions come out and the story starts to unravel, the lies start to come to the surface, come to the light, you can't leave it up to the system to do anything. You know, are they are they locking people up for perjury? Are people that make these accusations getting many, many years? But we have to believe women, right? There was the lacrosse team accuser from the Duke lacrosse team. She tried to take out the Duke player, like, had to retract once they found out, you know, she was trying to hit him with the whoop-de-whoop. -whoop. 
They love trying to get these athletes. This the cross player may not have got drafted. Them fraternity bros at Virginia U might not have got hired based on those stains. They had um, the boy Brian Banks, you know, the guy that they just did a movie about a few years back, Division I recruit who was falsely accused. All right? He had to give multiple years of his life away and his dream of being drafted pro. Fucked up his life. You know, he played football. Black man. I think they did the movie in like like 2015, maybe. Something like that. But yeah, fucked up his life. They sent that man away. And then this woman had the nerve to slide in this man's uh, uh, friend request DMs or whatever once he was released. Hit him up on social media. She ended up recanting the false allegation. Just the allegation took that man's athletic prime. Hella years of his life. And hella money. He went to jail for years. He did like five to ten. He was gone. He came back. Was on probation. Like... Running around with probation officers, couldn't do what he needed to do, couldn't go back to school because he had the red dot. You know, he had to register as a fent like, bruh, took that man's life. And this was an intentional. These are intentionals. These are not like, oh, my memory's foggy. I blacked out. Nah, these are intentional. They're saying one thing, another thing happened, and they know it. They are intentionally telling lies and taking lives. But we got to believe the women, right? I don't know what's worse. The fact that people can make false claims and society will say, we have to believe them. Or the fact that when, if and when the truth comes to light, and the life-changing lies are exposed that there are almost never any consequences. You can put in hella work to get some of that stain off your name, but there needs to be punishment in place. Minimums and all that shit. Consequences need to be automatic. You know how certain crimes trigger certain sentence guidelines. That's what is needed for people that do intentional false reporting, especially when that reporting leads or can lead to life-changing consequences for the accused. I'm sorry. You can't if somebody do something harmful, change lives, kidnapping, rape, murder. And you accuse somebody of those that you got to get it right. You got to get it right. So, because the, the intentional reporting that's false, you know, and, and then just retracting like they caught me in my lies. I'm going to just retract. Wait, whoa, retract? What? I I lost an endorsement for that. I lost a job for that. 
I lost a wife for that. I lost my kids for that. Shit is real, man. You know, how do you allow people to just accuse people of such severe crimes and lie with intent and they're getting slapped on the wrist? If that, even when there are consequences, they're hella minor. No public apologies, nothing. Them rich men get it the worst, though. I was going to say something about Bill, but I'm going to chill, all right? Because I already got a video about Bill on my YouTube. But they be targeting them celebrities like a motherfucker, too. More money, more problems. Athletes, celebrities, yeah, they get it. The worst. That's why you got to play it like Keanu Reeves. Shout out to Keanu Reeves. Hey, oh boy, don't even be touching the Johns. You know what I'm saying? When they be wanting to take a picture and they want to get all suit, all thirsty, get all close and all of that, that inappropriate shit won't work with Kiana. That boy, not only does he not touch the women, but he be making sure that the camera catch his hand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He makes sure they catch the off-brand hand. But yeah, they came for Justin Bieber with the bullshit. Know what I'm saying? Shorty came uh, uh, for Chris Brown with the bullshit. List goes on and on, man. It's just, it's you know, a lot of guys still fighting to get the stain off. But the media will not clean your name with the same energy they dirty it with. It's a dirty game. But yeah, they got books out telling women how to deceive men frame men for crimes. They got real shit out there that teaches and instructs women how to fabricate stories to ruin men's lives. Actually shows women how to commit crimes, how to commit these uh, intentional false reports. There's a book I'm not even going to promote it, but it was written by a terrorist that was formerly known as a doctor. But the insert reads like this. Dr. Terrorist empowers women with a step-by-step -step guide for destroying a man's reputation and removing him from power. The handbook reveals and explains the fundamental dynamics between allegations, the media, and authority as they relate to male misconduct in today's society. It also unveils and details practical real-world methods for leveraging allegations, media, and authorities to dethrone a man from power. Wow. Not only are you lying, but you're purposely going after powerful men to do so. So not only is it illegal, but now they're teaching people how to commit the crimes. You notice in today's society, basically she's knowing that society is easier than ever to manipulate. Especially when you're supposed to believe the woman. 
Woman could be reading this book, lying her ass off, changing men's lives, fucking up everything. And what we gonna do? Believe it? It's a war going on outside no man is safe from. These accusations are becoming weaponized from false memories to intentional false reports to regret sex. What's next? Unbelievable. This regret sex. This shit is fuckery. If it's consensual, nothing forceful, then regret is exactly what it is. Regret. You don't get to attach sex to it and then define regret sex as, you know, some form of assault or some shit. That's that bullshit. If a motherfucker sell me a house, it's my decision to make and it's my responsibility to be sure that that's what I want before I buy the house. And if I need to do due diligence, then that's my responsibility as well. So even if the seller is hustling the fuck out of me, it's on me to determine whether I want to go through with it or not. I am responsible for my choice. I can't put it on nobody else. I can't post a blank. Oh, he was lying to me about the walls and the pavements, about the foundations. It don't matter what he tell me about the foundations and the layouts and the roofs. and the. I have to get my own inspectors to come in. I have to do what I need to do to make the most responsible decision. To make the best choice. I have to do that. There is no regret sales. The sale was made. If I regret it afterwards, I'm hit. Women love to flip words and redefine shit. Oh, he lied. He connived. He pressured me. Pressure? Like, how fucking old are we? Y'all motherfuckers is hollering peer pressure now? If somebody applies pressure and I decide to fold under that pressure, how's that anybody's fault but mine's? You have to take accountability for the decisions you make. Now, don't get me wrong. If someone changes their mind, that's a bit different. All right, let's not abuse that shit though. But changing your mind is understandable. But after the fact, thinking you could hold someone else accountable for something that's done, that shit should be illegal. Let's criminalize that too. You got to make better choices or maybe you shouldn't be making them at all. Because you're not fit for decision making if you can't even stand on the decisions that you're making. And consent. What is consent? Because 
we've come so far into the hookup culture that consent has been defined and redefined so many goddamn times. I mean, so consent, what is it? It's defined differently state to state. Every state has like their own different definition. Consent is defined differently from state to state. You know, according to the way the laws are written. And it's all changing, current. They're updating. They can't keep up with consent. They keep expanding it. You know, they don't know what to do. States are actively writing and adjusting the way consent is written in law. Now, I don't know how it's defined federally, but it probably looked like some damn Chinese arithmetic or some shit like that. But I seen a video with a lawyer and he had an interesting link. All right. So if you want to know how your state writes the laws of consent, just so y'all know, it's statelaws.findlaw.com backslash criminal laws backslash prohibited consensual sexual activity. That shit is a mouthful, but I'm going to try to leave it below. But yeah, check your state and see what's going on with the laws there because it's more than just, you know, her saying yes in some of those states now. It's more to it. Some states say that an intoxicated woman can't give consent. It should be an intoxicated person can't give consent, right? Because what if we both drunk? We both at fault. The fuck? If she can't consent, neither the fuck can I. So we both fucked up. We both couldn't consent. The fuck? So you got to watch that drinking and hooking up. You get to drinking. She can't. You in a state that she can't give consent because she's intoxicated. You got to watch that. Picking girls up from the bar. It's just hella sketchy the way these rules are written. There's one state that also said that you have to check in with your partner so often. It's called ongoing communicative consent. This is crazy, man. Like, you got to reconfirm. You got to say, are you okay? All during, like, during the act. Too many variables, B. You got to say, are you okay? This shit is just not sexy, man. I mean, sex is supposed to be heated, passionate. They taking the whole ambiance out of it with this ongoing communicative reconfirming bullshit. I mean, I get having an understanding, but, you know, it's something about taking those passionate elements out. You know, once you do that, you take away the essence and that'll blow the whole vibe. So 
What's the solution? I know you like, alright, bruh. Like, we get it. Shit's fucked up. But what the fuck we posed to do? So, one thing you could do, obviously, is go MGTOW. Do your own thing. Practice abstinence. You know, it's hard to just stop when you're already active on the market. However, locking in to your life and focusing on yourself for three months, six months, 12 months can be hella productive. Now, another thing you could do is obviously get a girl. You know, go purple pill, do the little relationship bed. I would not recommend this, but if you absolutely need regular WAP, then I would suggest getting a woman that's only going to be with you, but still strap up always and enjoy the ride. All right? It beats trusting strangers with your future. Or you be out here running around with the randoms with these false allegations, crazy consent laws. We have to believe the women narratives, etc., etc. Like I say, if you absolutely need to keep moving and grooving out here in these modern streets, you must, I mean, you must take every precaution you can to decrease your chances of vulnerability. Can't be exposed out here. All right. Now, I've heard a little bit of talk about contracts, but once again, if your state has ongoing consent laws, you know, the are you okay that, then a contract probably won't help much. All right. Now, I heard about some rappers with some contracts. You know, I heard Drake, Boosie. You know, I heard a couple niggas got a couple contracts out there, couple consensual contracts. I don't know how effective them shits is, if at all. And the motherfuckers is in another tax bracket. You know, them upper tax bracket knuckles, they can maneuver different. They could do different things. You know, but there's levels to this shit. That's a different game. That When you play in the money game, then you can talk contracts. All right? Now, peep game, text messages, and recordings can help. You still have to check your state laws for this type of shit. So advanced recording consent could be used. But, <laughs> you know, if you record her saying everything's okay beforehand and your state requires that you check in or, you know, ask her if she's okay or ongoing communicative or however they state it. If that's your state, then any consent before the act may not even matter. It could obviously help, but it may not matter in the end because if you got to do the ongoing communicative shit. All right. Now, remember, you can record it, but you cannot publish it. Once again, let's not abuse that shit neither, though. You can record if your state is a one party state for knowledge of recordings. So, you know, some states allow you to record if one person knows that they're being recorded. So keep that in mind as well. Recordings 
and messages can disprove narratives or prove inconsistencies. So, of course, the text message before you coming over, we coming to do blah, blah, blah. But then if you got that ongoing thing going on, the confirmation afterwards is more valuable. Just uh, did you enjoy yourself last night? A simple yes. Locked, email it to yourself, and you're good to go, right? Now, if you say, you know, last night was great, how about you? She says, what? I don't remember anything. Your ass is in trouble. (laughs) I told you don't fuck around with the fuck around. Your ass is in trouble, boy. Call your lawyer. Your ass is in trouble. But, you know, the recordings and the text messages, they can help. But it's real out here. Take every precaution you possibly can. You know, and if you getting your money, really be careful. Whatever you do, do not make yourself vulnerable. Do not make yourself a target. All right. So the name of the game is this. Regardless of all the precautions you take, you are still susceptible to a court date. And if it comes down to it, the burden of proof will be on you. Regardless of the law. Innocent until proven guilty is something that you don't want to bank on. Especially with the slogan, believe the women, plague in society, you know. A wise man once said, anyone able to abuse power has too much. And as I always say, It only takes one claim to ruin a man's name. So, I need y'all to like. I need y'all to review. I need y'all to share this. I appreciate y'all. I hope I catch y'all on the next episode. Trillion. You friends with the cop.